Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSB Magazine. You're listening to a new The Hacker Factory podcast with hacker maker Philip Wiley. You're about to discover what the role of a professional hacker entails, the different specializations it holds, and what it takes to learn and become one. Enjoy the conversation as Philip and guests unveil the secrets of professional hacking a mysterious, intriguing, and often misunderstood occupation. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. BugCrowd's award-winning platform combines actionable contextual intelligence with the skill and experience of the world's most elite hackers to help leading organizations identify and fix vulnerabilities, protect customers, and make the digitally connected world a safer place. Learn more at bugcrowd.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hacker Factory Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Wiley, the Hacker Maker. In each episode, I have a unique guest sharing their story and tips on how to get into cybersecurity. And today, I'm very happy to have my friend, Lola Carreno. Uh, Yeah, Lola and I met probably around the first part of 2021 through cyber insecurity, and we kind of got to be friends, and I got to watch her career, uh, watch her go from studying to getting a job in cybersecurity, and she's got a very inspirational story, and I look forward to her sharing that with you today, and hopefully this is something that will inspire you on your journey. One thing's for sure, she had, she worked hard and got some opportunities, but one thing she did is she did her best to take advantage of those opportunities. She did things to kind of negotiate jobs and that sort of thing, and so she just went above and beyond what a lot of people do. And so I think you can really learn a lot from Lola. Thanks for joining today, Lola. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Philip. Hello, everyone. Super excited, super honored to be in your podcast. It's it's great to have you. I had you on my stream once before with uh, Ghost and Marie. And so, uh, you know, I was thinking recently that, you know, you're you know, well into your cybersecurity career. And I thought, you know, this would be a good episode. So if you don't mind, would you share about yourself with our listeners? Oh, sure. So many of you might know me as Cyber Lola, either, yeah, on Twitter, um, my handle is Cyber Lola, and on Discord and other communities. But uh, right now, I'm a cybersecurity engineer at INE, which Many of you probably know it's a training platform for cybersecurity, IT, cloud, and others. And yeah, I love my job, trying to do my best. Yeah, I've been really impressed with, you know, how you're progressing and stuff and just some of the things you did when you were studying along the way, you know, uh, getting your EJPT certification and, and all the effort you were putting into uh, try hack me before you got a job. Uh, could you kind of share uh, how you got your job, what what you did to study and, and how you went about getting your job? Oh, absolutely. Because as I, I, as I have shared in some other interviews, I came from a non-technical background. And as soon as I was, uh, I was really uh, looking for something, a new career, and I discovered cybersecurity and started researching more and becoming very interested in the field. At the time, it was my main focus was ethical hacking, pen testing. And by watching many videos, either on 
YouTube, LinkedIn, or, or other platforms that were available to me, it became clear that my first plan of action should be um, having a strong uh, uh, foundation basis. So I started by refreshing all my knowledge of IT fundamentals. After that, I went through networking, computer networking. So I did the whole CCNA course and then Linux. Even though I had used Linux before, I mean, the, the first computer that my father gave me when I was a toddler had Ubuntu installed. But it was like a kid's play, nothing that I would, I would even think I would ever do as a career. So I went like really, really studying Linux. I used, um, what was I used? I used uh, on the Cisco Net Academy, they have something by the Linux Foundation, some courses that I thought they were pretty good. So I used that. And I also used uh, a platform called uh, Over the Wire. Like it's um, cut some type of, of games that you can like advanced levels, but they teach you all kinds of Linux commands. I found it super useful. So after I got that foundation that I felt, um, I felt like very comfortable with it. Then uh, through YouTube, I met the cyber mentor, Keith Adams, and I decided to purchase his course, Practical Ethical Hacking. And I thought it was awesome. That got me really, really hooked into hacking. And at the same time, I started going through the complete beginner uh, path, learning path at TryHackMe. And I was, I wanted to know more, you know, and I thought that only me researching or like basically Googling wouldn't be enough. I thought it would be pretty interesting to talk to other people who either wanted to do the same thing for a career or people who were professionals. So I went seeking for that and talking to people, I met someone who was actually studying for the EJPT. And I thought it was the coolest thing. He was like a junior certified penetration tester. I thought that was awesome. And I wanted to know how I could get that certification too. And then he, this person, he introduced me to A&E, how to get started with the free started pass. At that time, I would never have thought that I would be the cybersecurity engineer one day. Like not in my wildest dreams, I would have ever thought that. So uh, it was great for me, A&E, because... Uh, due to me being a neurodivergent person, I need a structure. I work very well having a structure. And the INE training was the, maybe the first place that I felt that, that gave me a strong, uh, kind of like a formal education plan that I could follow. So I started following the course, the penetration student training course from start to end. But at the same time, I also studied with other platforms. I wasn't studying only at INE. I, comp I complemented my study doing TriHackMe, doing his courses, doing labs at um, the Portswigger Web Academy, another platform.
that I think is pretty cool for web app pen testing. And anyways, so by that time, I was even more invested in the community, knowing so many people. And I, even though I had already finished the course, I wasn't feeling very confident that I could pass this test because I don't like failing. <laughs> it may, I, 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 I hate failures. So if I took the test, I wanted to pass. But people kept insisting, saying that I was prepared. They should just give it a shot, just take it. And I was like, okay, great. I will take it then. They made, made me take it. And I took it and I passed. And after I passed, uh, it was like, it gave me a little bit of confidence of taking my studies further, uh, getting started on, on taking cloud courses and some other pen testing courses that I did. At the time, I was presented with the opportunity to be an intern for Neil Bridges uh, Consulting Company, cybersecurity consulting company. And that was awesome too, because I had the opportunity to see another side of cyber that I wasn't very familiar with because up until this moment, I was focusing all my energy in studying pen testing, ethical hacking only. And I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't really have had an idea about what cybersecurity represents in a business context. And all that is involved is not limited to pen testing or ethical hacking. So it was pretty awesome that I had that opportunity to start learning that through through my internship. So it was a very nice time that I had with it. And Neil was great about teaching me many things that are useful to me to this to this day. And then finally I had the opportunity after the internship to join INE. And that's where I am now. I am. I never stop learning. I face many new challenges on my job. And I found out that I love cloud security. There was something that I wasn't even very, I know cloud fundamentals, but I wasn't as invested about learning cloud security. And this is an area that now at the present interests me very much. And I'm really, really invested in it. And it's awesome. Awesome learning new things every day. That's great. And one of the things I was really impressed and, and proud of you for is a, a friend and, uh, you know, someone that I've, I've mentored some was it was really cool the way you got in there. And you were doing stuff for INE as a consultant working for Neil. Yeah. And then you were working with people in INE and then they kind of saw how you were doing a really good job. And you pretty much didn't you really pretty much negotiate a job and kind of tell them that I would come to work for you and this is what I would take per month and, and how you landed the job? Isn't that pretty much? Yeah, something like that. And, and, and now, now that you say, I, 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 I always try to give shout outs every time that I am speaking publicly and I want to give a big shout out to you. Because, as you said, you when, when we started talking, and I appreciate very much that you took the time to listen to a nobody like me who was just a rookie. Uh, I still am. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm a, now I am a, an advanced rookie. But I thought it was awesome that you always took time to listen to me. He uh, asked me how I was doing, what I was studying and give me advice. And this, I think that's very important uh, 
for support and mentorship of a person who is starting. And you don't forget that. I mean, I want to do for others the same thing that so many awesome people who took the time to support me the way you did. I, I want one day to provide the same thing for them too. I think it's very important. A big shout out to you. Thank you very oh, thank much you. for Well, you did you did a good job and you worked hard. I mean, just like going back to getting the job. You know, a lot of people would have worked in that internship and they would have just continued on until whatever was done at INE that needed to be done, still kind of working through that internship. A lot of people wouldn't have taken the initiative to ask for a job. And that's one of the things you did. You know, you well, could Yeah, because it was a company that I believed in and a company mm -hmm. that I was involved as a student. And then later I got the opportunity to do as part of my internship to work a little bit with, with them. So it, it was kind of a continuation. I, I consider myself lucky that I had that I had the chance to be educated and then work at the same company. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, not only are you, you know, their employee, you're a successful, you're a student success story. You know, you were using their content. So, I mean, that's, that's the kind of uh, things that training companies love. You know, you're able, you were able to get a job and they thought highly enough of your skills to hire you after you got in there and proved yourself. So that, that's awesome. Well, yes. I mean, I remember the, the first time after I had joined that, that uh, I was uh, introduced to all my coworkers in the meetings that we have with our CEO. And our CEO asked me to, to introduce myself, tell them about my education, where I had picked my cybersecurity skills. And when I said INE, everyone was surprised. I was like, yes. I picked, I, I, of course, I, I, did, I said I, I, I've studied using many, many platforms, but I believe that what really gave me a formal structured education was INE. I love them. People were like, oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a company that I believe in that uh, has kind of been in my life since uh, pretty much the start of my career. And as I said, as, as I was telling how I started, not in my wildest dreams, I would think that I would work on it. And it's been awesome. Super thankful. Yeah, you, you've done great. And like I said, that's, you know, a student success story for them. It's really been great. They, they really seem to have treated you well. And I see, you know, because your social media presence that they get you involved with stuff. And I see, see you get out there more and more, seeing you on podcasts and streams. So that's really, really awesome and, and great to see. Yeah, it would be great if I actually learned how to speak a little better publicly. It just <laughs> that takes is practice. The, that is the area. Everyone, I have been asked in uh, during streams and uh, podcast interviews what technical areas I struggle with. And I don't know if people seem surprised to say, I don't feel I struggle in any technical area because, yes, I have a, a lifetime worth of skills that I need to learn and probably will ne not never have enough time. But if I want a new technical skill to learn, I will extremely obsess over it and will do it over and over and over. And I know that I eventually will, I will assimilate it. But my communication issues uh, due to my neurodivergent problem is something that I have struggled since childhood. 
early childhood and it has been a lifetime struggle to um, overcome and but now I see the, the very first times that I spoke publicly and now maybe I got a little better but communication efficiently communicating and public speaking is something that I really really want to improve I think it's important also as a part of a cybersecurity career. Well, I think you've done a great job and I've kind of seen how you've improved since because I remember when uh, Neil was interviewing the interns, I remember your interview and oh. and you've improved so much since then. But a lot of that takes practice and you're getting the practice and you continue that, that, that will get better. So, I mean, I think you have to give yourself a big kudos for that. And one of the things I'd like to do before we get further in this podcast is one of the things I think is really cool. You know, we all have interesting stories of where we come from and that's the stuff that really inspires people that listen to this podcast. So you have an interesting background. Would you mind sharing kind of really what your original profession was? Well, my original profession started when I was three years old. That was when I started studying classical ballet and music and I just kept doing it. Same as the way that now I obsess with uh, learning cybersecurity technical skills. Yeah, I really felt uh, very attracted to ballet and music, and I just obsessed in learning it. And I be after I graduated high school, I became a professional, and uh, I kept doing it for many years until a certain day I had a very bad car accident. There was what uh, ended my career. If there, it wasn't for that car accident, I would have. I would still be doing ballet. I am sure. And after I recovered myself physically, I was six months in the hospital plus two years of rehabilitation. I just left the country that I was living in, and. Um, I went to live in three other different countries only to find myself because it was a very hard period, not only mentally, emotionally speaking. It was very hard because I didn't have a purpose in life anymore. I didn't have anything to obsess anymore. <laughs> I didn't have my routine. I didn't have my structure and I was lost. I didn't know what to do anymore. So I... I went through this process. At the time, I met someone who was very supportive, met me at the lowest point of my life. And I ended up marrying this person. And that's why currently I'm in Tokyo, Japan, have been here for eight years. Um, and after I married my husband and I came here to Tokyo, uh, it was uh, not only a different country, but it was a different financial situation that I kind of was not used to and I had to get a job um, because here we need to be both working. But I didn't do I didn't know how to do anything else. I, my ballet had been my life my life since I was three years years old. So I didn't know how to do anything else and I was I just got a, a simple job eight to five like uh, doing uh, um doing an industrial machine, maintenance, supervising, and entry, data entry in the computer. I did many things. It was boring. It didn't have 
I didn't have any chance of career growth. It was not something very interesting that demanded my obsession. So uh, I spent years doing that. And I remember one day I, I shared with my husband that I know, no, I don't want to be doing this the rest of my life. I need something to wake up to every morning and feel that I'm doing something like the same satisfaction I got with ballet. And he immediately said, you seem very, very happy every time that you are playing the computer, being online. Why don't you try to do something in the computer? And since he always been by my side, I listened to what he says. So that's what I did. I researched something online. And that's what, where I was introduced to, to uh, it was a video, something along the lines of that you can do ethical hacking and get paid for it. And I had no idea. Of course, I had seen something in films, and, but I was not sure if that was really a thing or, or only a, a work of fiction. I didn't know. And uh, he picked my interest. And I remember the next day when I came back from work, I went back and researched more videos that had a similar title. And that's how it started. I remember that I knew that I wanted this as a career when I started feeling that's all I wanted to do. The same thing, the same way that one day I felt that ballet was something that was all that I wanted to do in life. I had the same feeling. That's what I want to do. I want to make cybersecurity my career. And that has been a while ago and I still feel the same way. That's got to be great because I know that's got to feel good to find something to replace that in your in your life. And, you know, one of the good things about things like career when it comes to computers, using your mind opposed to the physical, it is just so much easier to maintain that because, you know, it's, you know, being a power lifter and former pro wrestler, those aren't things that you can keep up forever. The physical stuff, you you kind of get to where you're you're balance is not as good. Your strength is not as good when you get old. So at least the good thing about what you're doing now, you can do this for many years. So that's a that's good thing. That's right. I mean, you, you, I was an artist and I used my body, but you were, you are an athlete you use your body too. So we have that in common. So you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to give up those things, but it's really good that you found something you're passionate about. And it, I'm sure it's going to have made your, your life a lot better that you have that to look forward to something to be excited about. Oh, yes, absolutely. I love it. I love everything about it. Not only that I have always interesting new things to learn, I can feel accomplished because I do things that make a difference in the company that I work at. I love this part too, besides my personal career growth. And I love all the wonderful, beautiful people that I have met in the cybersecurity com uh, community who has been, everyone has been very amazing. So yeah, it's, that's that's really really awesome. And one of the things I wanted to ask you, you know, you so you've been there and done that. You've studied, and one of the things is very impressive is that you know you were you know the jobs you had to work, so you didn't have a lot of extra money to spend on stuff. So you were smart about picking free and low cost resources to learn. So one of the things out there to let people listening is you don't have to be rich. You don't have to have a lot of money to get into this. If you no, been, don't yeah. do that. Don't yeah. spend uh, because you know, that's the thing. If you sometimes you think you love something 
and then you pay a very expensive course or a boot camp or and then you get a little bit far on your study studies and you find that you don't love it as much as you think you you did so don't do that i think you will live in days that we have amazing uh resources they're either free or very affordable Yes, and you're very right. I was in a very broke stage of my life when I started cybersecurity career. And no, it was no such thing as me wanting to do this for the money. That never crossed my mind. It was something about being having an ambitious personality. But uh, yes, I did not have any lots of uh, money to be uh, investing in expensive courses. Absolutely, you can do that. You can register for the free pass that I need. It didn't cost me anything. I paid $200 for the EJPT uh, voucher. And uh, you go take his uh, cyber mentor course. Is I think, I believe it's at $29.95. So it's like maybe once a week you don't go out. There you go. You have the money. You have an amazing course that's going to give you a wonderful basis. If you if you are um, interested in ethical hacking, yes, you there's so many. Uh, the, the Port Swigger Academy is an awesome resource and it's for free. The Web Application Academy. You have Pentester Lab. They also has a very affordable monthly subscription that you can train in hands-on labs. It's amazing. You have uh, Over the Wire the, yeah. to learn Linux. That's free. Didn't cost a cent. Let me see other things that uh, try hack me. It's ten bucks a month, the the the, the, super, the subscription, and you have all kinds of exercises and labs and it, it's very fun the way that, that they have that that platform. You, it's great and it's very affordable. So there are so many options. You don't need to go paying. Uh, $7,000 for a science course if you are getting started. I mean, learn your basics, you, your fundamentals, uh, uh, progress in your studies. Absolutely possible to be done either for free or for an affordable price. And then you network, you connect to people, hopefully through those connections, you can get a job. And if your job pays for a $7,000 course or an offensive security also four-figure certification, then awesome. Let your company invest in your education. But until then, there is no reason that I can think of that you need to invest great amounts of money for learning cyber. No need to. That's that's some some great advice there. So we're getting down towards the end of the show. Is there anything you'd like to, anything you'd like to share, or any shout outs you'd like to give before we end? Shout outs. Yes, I have many shout outs. I okay. will repeat my shout out to you, Philip. Thank <laughs> you so much for always believing in me, always supporting me, always, always <laughs> being awesome. Not. Not even before we, we became friends, you were an awesome mentor, a person that I could come with. And no matter how stupid my question was, you always answer it happily and helpfully. And I will always appreciate that. 
I want to give a shout out to Neil Bridges, awesome boss, mentor, advisor, and also same as you, essential part of my cybersecurity career. And I want to give a shout out to Jack Scott, awesome friend, always supporting me all the time. She's awesome. Love her, Jax. And all the INE team that has welcomed me and supported me. It's so good, you know, to have, uh, now that I am a professional and I have a job, um, I am lucky to be in a company that values me every day, encourages me, makes me feel that what I am doing, it's important and publicly recognizes me. So I wish I could just hear, tell you all the names that I have in my head of all these beautiful people who I who are my co-workers that I interact every day. It's uh, Jamie, Ashley, Catherine, Gabrielle, and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm so crystal. <laughs> Shout out to all of them. Beautiful people. Thank you very much. Love, love them all. That's awesome. That's one of, the, one of the things that's awesome too, is when you mentor people, people that are really appreciative that make, that make it worth it. And that's one of the things that I've loved about being a mentor mentoring people. It's gave me the opportunity to make a lot of friends and, and that's, that's an awesome thing. So uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, it, it was good to, to have you on and, and you sharing that story with the listeners, because I think it's very inspirational and someone is going to listen to this story. If not many people, they're going to hear this and it's going to encourage them to get started because every story is a little bit different. You know, I've had Heath on, I've had John Hammond and Joe Helly and Alyssa Knight and all these. And sometimes you'll be surprised what stories oh, inspire awesome someone. People. Yeah. And you know what? Just one last thing. If yeah. you, if you are consistent, and uh, you really believe that's your purpose in life. You work hard, you know what's gonna happen. One day you're gonna have Mr. Philip Wiley inviting you to be in his podcast <laughs> the same way that he invited me. How would I, like, like, uh, like a, a thousand years ago, I would never have thought. And I admired his podcast and all the wonderful guests that he has here. There are people who always have inspired me. And now I am here in this position and it's such an honor. So if you work hard, maybe you are going to be where I, I am right now talking to him. <laughs> well, thanks again for, for being my guest and thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. BugCrowd's award-winning platform combines actionable contextual intelligence with the skill and experience of the world's most elite hackers to help leading organizations identify and fix vulnerabilities, protect customers, and make the digitally connected world a safer place. Learn more at bugcrowd.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hacker Factory podcast with Philip Wiley. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSBmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.